for Ezekiel Rollins, L.A. was a world of sunshine and shadows. Anime. Hey, easy. How you doing, baby? Uh, Junior. Take easy on upstairs. Black and white. We got no work here. I'm sorry, fella. My name's not Fella. My name is Ezekiel Rollins. So here you need a job. What kind of work you do? I'm just looking for somebody. Daphne Monet. Fiance of Todd Carter. She's been gone two weeks. See, Daphne has a predilection for the company of Negroes. He thought he knew how to play the game. Any of y'all seen a white girl by the name of Dahlia, Delia, something like that? Her name is Daphne. You can't get none of that tonight. You know Until he stepped into a world. Why don't you tell me about your friend Daphne? Tell a woman ain't good enough for you no more, huh? Where there are no rules. Why are you arresting me? How much time did you leave Greta James' house this morning? What is going on? She's not going to be waking up, Ezekiel. He's looking for a woman no one wants found. Was there anyone with you? A young lady named Daphne Monet, perhaps? The incumbent mayor, the chief of police, close personal friends of mine. Then they can help us find her. No, they can't. And getting in deeper than he ever expected. Uh-huh. This is Daphne Monet. You're looking for me. I don't know if I should think of you as a friend or as a private dick. Surrounded by lies. You can't trust me, Mr. Rollins. I am the next mayor, and luckily for you, a friend of the Negro. Seduced by power. Unless I give the cops a killer by tomorrow morning, I'm going to jail. Easy Rollins is searching. Not very smart talking about Mr. Carter's business. There's too much going on for me to give a damn about what you think is smart. For the truth. Who killed her? I don't know. Don't lie to me! Start up my car, keep it hot, I'm coming out fast. Go! Get her. No! Man, don't shoot him. We going to the pole. Yeah, why don't you scream, huh? From the Academy Award-winning producers of Philadelphia and The Silence of the Lambs, Academy Award winner Denzel Washington, Devil in a Blue Dress, a Carl Franklin film. Welcome to Movie Humpers. My name is Bob Sham. I'm Angela. And uh, the sounds here may be dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, we... We have a new sign-off for the new year, but I'm already thinking that maybe we could adjust it a little bit. Okay. You said fuck the haters on the end, at the end of Body and Soul. Yes. Look, can we let's southernize it a little bit? Let's say bless your heart. Praying for our haters. Praying for our haters. It's a sicker burn. Praying for our haters. Yeah, praying for our haters. It kind of sounds like passive aggressive. Exactly. Christian stuff. Exactly. Not Christian, though. Exactly. Okay. It's not, You don't even believe. Don't. Yeah. And you're going to pray for these haters. <laughs> even more pass- passive-aggressive than classic Southern passive aggression. Thoughts and prayers to our haters. Because we... we the, fuck the hater. <laughs> fuck the haters is giving them energy, thrusting into them. Mm. Nah, we're going to pray. I'm not actually going to do that. We're going to pray for our haters. Okay. Because the haters are our waiters, and we're feasting. So say, praying for our haters. Okay. It doesn't, nothing has to be a literal representation of your every thought. I just don't like it. We're just like kind of clowning, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. We're goofing. Mm Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a personal thing. Any more than death to all traitors was a personal thing. I feel more attached to that. Well, it's over. We've got to move forward. This month's theme... The Portraits of the Artists. We're examining two uh, major leading black men, past and 
present. Uh, on Mondays, we're talking about the classic Paul Robeson. But every other time this month, most of the month, is Denzel Washington movies. And we're starting off good with the Carl Franklin directed, based on a novel by Walter Mosley, Devil in a Blue Dress from 1995. Starring Denzel Washington, Don Cheadle, Jennifer Bills, Tom Sizemore, and Lisa Nicole Carlson. I read that book in college. Like this was actually, we studied this book and film in my lit and film class in college. So good. I remember loving the book also. Noir movies, this is called a neo-noir. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand, I understand the term for maybe a movie like Thief or uh, Heat. Because it's like, you know, you think of noir like the classic 40s and before wearing suits, fedoras, solving crimes, gruff detectives, uh, corrupt cops. Mm-hmm. But the only difference between this movie and the classics is that it's just in color. So if that's the only real difference, this is just noir, straight noir. Well, is it because it's now pretending to be then and that was actually when it was originally like noir was of its time and now we're doing a throwback it's only called neo-noir because it's not from that actual time yeah in terms of the movie itself is not from that time yeah i get what you're saying but it but it's in that time period and it is just a straight up noir but it's just color yeah that's the only modern point of it so it's just a noir movie it's not a I just the term I, I to you neo noir should be set post fedora in a, in a modern time. context. If your movie Fair. is representing that time, like L.A. Confidential is just a noir. That's what I would call it. But people I agree call with it neo noir because it was made in modern times. Nah, I agree with you. The the term those is, people are wrong. The term is weird. Yeah. I just think this is a straight noir. Agree. It's just one of those movie subgenres. That is also the most specific, you know? Like, it is so incredibly specific. Like, I think even a Western, I mean, people pick hairs on all kinds of genre definitions. They do pick hairs. Split hairs. <laughs> Denzel Washington here. Are for, we're starting off with a strong one. Oh, Denzel. Denzel is a handsome man. Yeah, that's true. And he kind of helps with the leading man department. What about Don Cheadle? You think he's handsome? I love Don Cheadle. (laughs) I would not say that... I'm not, like, attracted to Don Cheadle. Sometimes I'll just name actors, and you'll, like... Like I was like you're uh, like you're a, a, a tween, and I just mentioned One Direction. You'll be like, ah, Harry Styles, ah, Zane... When I just mentioned actors you like. Yeah, but I'm over here like Don Cheadle and Donald Sutherland. And <sighs> I'm cooler than that, at least, than One Direction, right? No, you're the equivalent of the tween. You're not no, One I'm Direction. Not. And the, you're like the, the I'm teenager. saying I like cooler things. Oh, you're better than they are. You're yeah. better than the tweens I'm comparing you to. Yes. Interesting. I, I don't really think anyone is better than anyone, but it's interesting that's your position. Harry Dean Stanton. I love him. You want to, like, make it like a breathy? No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't wait for the day you get excited about something. Well, I mean, I can't either. That'd be a great day. <laughs> you know I love Don Cheadle. I have loved Don Cheadle. I used, remember I used to talk about how I just wanted to give him a hug? 
He's really good. In, <laughs> he's really good in this movie, but I don't ever recall like any really distinct declarations about Don Cheadle. Oh or well, like you just that. don't remember because. Well, you love. You got a big heart. I do. And you love a lot of random actors. <laughs> oh my God, I don't love every actor. Emma I don't Stone. love. I thought she was great in this last movie, but I don't love her. <laughs> I'm just seeing if you'll if you're gonna be breathy. No. Um, Harry Styles. No, God no. Name name some for me. Oh, um, Harry Dean Stanton. <gasps> Shut your face. Shut More. up. Keep it coming. Shut up. Lauren Graham. <gasps> you know what? I'm not even gonna smile for the rest of this recording. Really. Mm. I don't care about anything now. <laughs> you don't care anymore? I don't care anymore. I'm not going to get excited about anything. I'm not going to care about anything. Talk about whatever you want. It's bad news for the final rating of this movie. Well, I'll be logical and honest with my opinion, but I will not use my heart <laughs> or feelings to determine the rating of this film. <laughs> Well, that's a it's an interesting little character you've you've got going here. Then we'll 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 play it through and see how it works. Okay. Denzel Washington plays Easy Ezekiel Ezekiel Easy Rollins. Mm-hmm. He's not a detective. No. By the end of the movie, he's like thinking about it. this. Is almost like a setup. Well, because he's good at it. And there are a bunch of Easy Rollins novels that Walter Mosley wrote, but the one that is the most popular is the one this movie is based on. Yeah, I mean, he realizes he has a skill and he wants to work for himself and so by the end of this movie it just makes sense and he owns a home he saved up money and he bought a home which is uh, a big deal for a black man in los angeles in the 1940s but he's gotten laid off right before this movie starts yeah and you know it's i mean obviously this movie's dealing with race relations and yeah. racism but it's kind of funny how the 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 twist, although it's not so much the twist, but the motivations that are the most revelatory, is but the twist is essentially racism. Mm-hmm. But you don't see that coming for some reason. But I guess you saw the movie before, so maybe you did. That's the only thing I remembered was the truth about what's going on with her. Denzel or Easy is getting uh, has been hired by this gangster played by Tom Sizemore. To find this girl named what is her name, Deborah? No, it's uh, Daphne, Daphne Monet. That's, that's it. And Daphne, which is a great name. Daphne is described as a white woman who loves to hook up with black men. She is played by Jennifer Beals, the gorgeous Jennifer Beals. You know, to be honest, though, you know when you when you think about the great noirs, uh, often they have very distinct femme fatales. Mm, mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like Jennifer Bills's performance was serviceable, but she did not glow. She did not glow like how a femme fatale would. No, the woman who glowed in this movie was Coretta. Abs- that's the femme fatale. Coretta? I need a cigarette. That all you need? <laughs> Girl, that son catch me tiptoeing outside your door. Ain't no telling what your neighbors might say. Easy, all right. The fell asleep on me. You just gonna walk out on me like I was dog food, huh? What? Girl, what you talking about? Now, come on. 
Kurt Ryder, your man is in the next room. Good God, that woman. Yeah. It's fucking hot. Yes, Coretta is the real femme fatale of the movie, and she gets My God. killed off camera. That's the saddest part of this whole movie. We see her set up. She seduces Easy, and she's got a man, and he's drunk, and they and they put him in bed, and then they end up hooking up, but Easy takes off because he's looking for that woman at this time. Well, and Coretta says she knows her, and her- she gives him some info. But Coretta, even after he sleeps with her, he has to pay her like 10 bucks. To give him info. To get the info. Which wasn't even that helpful. Because she's like just gone. Well. Well, he told her that she hangs out with this man named Frank. But she gave him the wrong address. Exactly. So he paid for bad information. And then someone killed Coretta. Mm -hmm. I was legitimately sad when it was like Coretta's dead. It's like, damn. I know. As I said, Jennifer Bills, you did fine, but. Lisa Nicole Carson's portrayal of Coretta was a way better femme fatale kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Jennifer Beals, you're right. There could have been a lot of people who possibly would have done better. I don't know. I don't know what she was really going for. Like, we know that she's supposed to be this woman who was going to marry the mayor, but then ran away from him. And that's apparently why Sizemore's hired yeah. Easy to find her, is that she, this man's looking for her. She didn't exude the confidence that a femme fatale often does. I mean, there are no. moments in a femme fatale story where they are vulnerable because it's revealed that they're a part of something or complicit in something or did the actual thing i think by the time we meet her she's scared already well the whole the movie the whole noir aspect of it it's definitely much more on the easy character because the fact that he doesn't start out as a detective he's actually much more of an everyman Mm -hmm. than a lot of noir characters that we meet a lot of these noir characters they're dudes that have been through some shit and some of it they tell you, and some of it is quiet. Well, and, and they Easy do, has been through some shit. I was like, going to say, he has been through some shit back in Houston. With his old buddy Mouse. But they're in L.A. now. Mouse, Don Cheadle. Yeah. So, shit's getting hairy. Tom Sizemore, he seems... Um, unhinged? He is unhinged. He seems, <laughs> he seems very nice at first, and then he's... Gradually, as the scenes go forward, he becomes worse and more racist. There's a time where, like, a a white woman is talking to Easy at, like, a pier. And these white college boys are going to, like, try to fight fight him. Yeah, Easy's there to meet him. And Tom Sizemore just shows up. Hey there. What do you want? What's going on? What do you want? What do I want? I want to see your brain. Oh, shit. Run, man, run. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean it. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. You sorry? Yes, sir. I am. You sorry enough? Yes, sir. Yeah. And prove it. Come on, prove it. Show him. You son of a bitch! I think he's got the boy. You heard me. Pretty hardcore. Yeah, it's it's manic. Yeah. Easy's like, stop it. This is not. This does not need to happen. So Easy gives Tom Sizemore's character. Aldridge, right? Something like that. Mm. He gives him the Frank information, which is false information. So mm-hmm. Sizemore, but he's always getting pulled into people's cards. He's getting pulled into this mayoral candidate because he's looking for uh, Daphne as well. Well, because he gets arrested because they think that he knows what happened to Car- Coretta. And so when he gets released from, from jail, this big man who turns out to be a terrible person pulls him into his car and... 
and is talking about he's looking for her for Daphne also. He knows he didn't kill Coretta. Well, how does he know that? Easy's like, I don't want anything to do with you. Don't drive me home. Don't give me cab fare. Like all he took from the man was a cigarette. He didn't tell him anything. Yeah. He didn't trust him and he shouldn't. I, I suspected through the whole movie that Daphne killed Coretta. Yeah, she didn't directly. Daphne contacts him. She's at a hotel and she's wanting him to take her where are they going like to her she needs to go to this house in like malibu or somewhere and pick up an envelope that 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 coretta had and now she needs and she thinks she's a go get it from this house and they, then she wants him to take her back to the mayor they pull up there's a dead body there and she leaves easy there and easy sees some cigarettes there that are um zapatas his friend uh joppy they're like mexican cigarettes it's not joppy it's um the guy who's the hustler at the he's like the the heavy at the club right right that's like this secret like speakeasy kind of situation easy goes around he starts rustling up and uh to get frank to come find him and he's making like a big scene because he, he thinks Frank is Daphne's other boyfriend. Yeah, and so Frank he come he walks into his house and Frank is there, trying to cut him up, and and he's trying to get Frank to calm down, but Frank's not calming down, and then a gun goes to is pointed at the back of Frank's head. You want me to shoot this son of a bitch, easy? Miles, huh? You want me to shoot him? Oh. And it's Easy's old compadre from Houston, Mouse. Mouse. When we're just now meeting Mouse. But we've heard a lot about him and how he's killed a bunch of people. Mouse is a hardcore dude. And let me, Don Cheadle has never been this scary in anything else. He's good in this. Have you ever known anyone that is like just a fucking lunatic, but they like you? Mm. that's the mouse character like Mm -hmm. you know people that are like it's like this person is a bit much for me but i'm also glad they're on my side Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that in the first like two minutes of this scene easy is trying to easy never even holds a gun until near the end of the movie yeah he's trying to talk to frank trying to get him to Give some information on where Daphne is now because he's pretty fed up. That's why he called Mouse in the first place because... He needs help. He's got crooked cops down his neck. He's got politicians pulling him in their cars. He's He's like bleeding all over the place. He's got this gash in his head from the cops. Now he's got a slit on his neck from Frank. Like he's through the ringer. So Mouse is like... Frank. Wait, 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 wait. Let me try. Now look here, Frank. It's, It's Frank, right? Yeah. And then Mouse just shoots him in the shoulder, and then Frank just takes the fuck off. In the meantime, the phone rings, and Mouse picks it up and is like, you're gonna have to call him back, hangs up. <laughs> Frank runs out the door, and Easy's like, man, I can't believe you fucking did that. Okay, well, like, who was on the phone? And Mouse was like, oh, I don't know. It sounded like some white woman. <laughs> and it's like, that's who we're fucking looking for. Right. Mouse is, like, helpful, but it doesn't, but everything he, everything he does that's good, 
there's also like a consequence. Yeah. It's never just helpful. It's like he helps you do one thing, but if you don't say it exactly right, he might kill everybody around you. Well, he has no bearing of the consequence. It's so everyone else's consequence or his victim's consequence. Well, and they go and talk to Coretta's uh, boyfriend mm. and they get him drunk. And so they find out that Coretta did have this letter still mm. that Daphne needs that she wanted to go get, but that man was, they found that dead man. And he starts talking about how Coretta made a big deal about giving him a Bible. So in that moment, Easy's like, oh, the letter's in the Bible. I got to find this Bible. Yeah, yeah. So they get him real drunk. But Don Cheadle, Mouse, gets really drunk, too. He's so fucking hammered, he doesn't know he's, he's talking to Easy. Am I drunk? You saw me draw that gun in a minute. Check this gun out, draw me. Let's put the gun down. No, I'm drunk. No, no, I'm drunk. You right? Go for that gun right there. We're gonna see who's drunk. Oh, watch it now, watch it, goddammit. Right there now. Oh yeah. Now this fool gonna call me out. He ain't even got no gun. I'll kill that motherfucker. No. Uh let him go. Yeah. Let him live. And he'll be scared of you every time you walk into a room. Shit, he better be scared, goddammit, I'll kill him. He will, and if, 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 he, if he ain't out, you better tell him. I, I, I will. This part was so good because Easy's like, got the Bible, and he goes in there, he's like trying to wake up Mouse. He's like, Mouse, Mouse, let's go. Like, I got the thing. And Mouse is so drunk that he stands up and he pulls the gun on Easy. And he's talking to Easy and knows who Easy is, but he thinks he's holding a gun on a different person. And so Easy's having to talk him out of like, oh man, you don't want to shoot him. He's scared of you. He ain't going to step to you. And he's like, you better tell him not to step to me. You know, and he's like doing this whole like, oh, I'm going to kill him. And, and and he's like, oh no, I know he's scared. I'll tell him to leave you alone. Yeah, so was. like, he's like trying to talk his friend out of shooting him because his friend. He's so hammered. He doesn't Multiple know. people. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's it's done extremely well. Don Cheadle has never come across this tough ever. He looks like a kind. He looks like a kind of a nice guy. He looks like a sweet guy. When he replaced the character of James Rhodes in the Iron Man yeah. movies, I was a little like, oh, he doesn't seem like a tough military type, and I still contend that he doesn't yeah. seem like a real tough guy. Type. I agree. Or but in anything, this, he does. But in this one, he does. But it's, and they call him Mouse because he's a smaller guy. Yeah. So it is a man with like this little man complex. How is he so convincing here, but really not convincing as some tough guy in most other movies? I know you say you love the guy. Yeah. And I'm nothing against Don Cheadle. I do really enjoy him in this movie a lot. But I don't really feel like, this is the most I've felt kind of grasped on to a character he's played that I've witnessed in a movie. Well, and I think I think this is why I like him, is this movie. Because of seeing it when I was in college, and I loved it, even though I know I didn't remember it, because it was 20 plus years ago. But I think that that might have been where that started, because he is so good in this. And I was even, I'm not impressed with him in the whole, like, Iron Man no, it's like Marvel what? world. Like, that I don't care about anyway. that. But what I think it is there is he's just trying to, like, be a straight man who's tough. The reason this works is because he's little and crazy. Yeah, there he's is like a little bit unhinged, of... unhinged, and so it makes more sense because he's got a gun and he's fl- hanging it around, you, you know? You know, there's some real anger under yes. that surface. Yes, yes. 
But, uh, you know, and let's talk about the colors of this movie before we get into the climax here, because the colors really work so well, especially when you're going into, you know, the black parts of town in Los Angeles and shit like that. When the movie starts, it almost seems a little washed out, almost like it's crawling out of some sepia tone. And then you're getting into the smoky speakeasies. And, and you're then going here's into Coretta the, in her red dress. Yeah. And and then it just kind of it becomes so much sharper as the movie keeps going. The color really works here, whereas traditionally in a noir, there isn't even really there isn't even color. Well, and there's a big deal about Daphne always wears blue. She's always wearing a blue dress and heels. He gets the Bible. He finds the Bible, and he find it's like some fucked up shit, like child porn images. The guy something. that's yeah. So 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 Daphne was engaged to marry the current mayor. Basically. She paid someone a lot of money for for these. The current mayor who's paying him like $7,000 to find Daphne. To find her. Well, because he went to see him and he's like, someone hired you, someone you hired, hired me to find her. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I will give you money to find her. So basically what I'm just trying to, to spell out, because it's a little confusing, is that she was engaged to the current mayor. But he pulled out of the race and they broke their engagement. She's running, but everyone's looking for her and there's this mysterious envelope. We find out that the envelope is is basically child pornography with that implicates the man who is was running against the, the mayor, mayor, who is now the incumbent mayor because the other guy dropped out. So this is potentially the new mayor, the next mayor. So Daphne's getting a hold of this to sink the other mayor to try to her save her boyfriend who is about to step out of office. If he, if she sinks the incumbent, then her boyfriend will stay in office. And she is hoping that it would preserve their relationship and that he would be with her because essentially he's just having an affair with her yeah but there's this moment where it's also like you know denzel looks right at her easy looks at her and he's like what does he have on you yeah like why are you so why is this such a thing like why are you so scared about this and she reveals that the boyfriend frank who mal shot in the shoulder everyone thinks is her boyfriend it's her brother Mm -hmm. so she is biracial which is kind of the that's her motive, but it's also why ultimately that mayor is not going to be with her. So, yeah, what happened is the guy running for mayor against him exposed that she is black and that then the man's family paid her like $30,000 to leave town. Like basically said, you cannot marry our son. You cannot be the mayor's wife. But he also pulled out of the race because of the blackmail he didn't want so they were being blackmailed. So in turn, this guy that they had found dead in the hills is the one who had sold her these pictures. Right. And she paid for them with the money that the mayor's family gave her to run away. So it's this whole like fucked up circle. But she believes that if she can get these photos to her ex-fiance and give them to him, that that will allow him to run for mayor and it will allow them to get married and his family will accept her. And, and she just becomes, at this point, to me, very sad. And who paid Joppy? She did. Okay. Well, she didn't even... I don't even know if she paid Joppy. Joppy, like, is in love with her. Yeah. And so he he's, like, an older guy, and he's the one that sets up Easy with Sizemore early on. And she basically went to Joppy for help, and she said, you know, Coretta's threatening me and won't give me this envelope. Mm. Can you go scare her and get it? Well, Joppy just ends up going there. Because and- everyone's in love with Daphne. And this is kind of a flaw of the movie in which 
She's a bigger femme fatale when you hear everyone talk about her. Yeah. Then she is when you see her. She just seems a lot really fragile. She when does. You see her, and apparently they cut a love scene between her and Easy. There is a moment when they first meet in her hotel where there is like some real chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. It it goes away, but it is there. But yeah, this is when he finds out that. Because he basically is like, did you kill Coretta? And she says, no, it was an accident. And he makes her tell him that Joppy went there to scare Coretta for her. And Joppy ended up killing Coretta. So she gets abducted by Tom Sizemore, the gangster character. Mm-hmm. And when they and when uh, Easy and Mouse go and get Joppy, they bring him. And they know, Joppy knows where they're going to go. Because he's all tied up with these guys. Because he's been there before. And they roll up and Easy has ha- Mouse... To sit here and watch Joppy. Yeah, and Mouse is like, oh, he starts shooting him when he finds out that he killed Coretta, shooting at him. And Easy's like, stop, stop. Like, we cannot kill him. We need him. So Easy goes up to the cabin and they're torturing Daphne. Yeah. And so he breaks it up, but he's a little outnumbered. And then that's when Mouse shows up and saves him. Just fucking starts blasting everyone. And then they go back to the, the car. I and, actually love this. And Mouse, it's terrible. And and they're and they're they've got Daphne and Easy's like, where Joppy? Uh, he he right there. What happened? I had no time to be tying him up, Easy. What? You just said don't shoot him, right? That's right. Well, I didn't. I just, I, I choked him. What? Well, how am I going to help you out if I'm, if I'm back here fooling around with him now? If you didn't want him dead, why did you leave him with me? But that sucks because Joppy is the one that can take the fall I for know. these murders. I know. And these cops are, are has been like down his neck and giving him until the morning because all the blackmail has gone around and it does benefit the mayor. And even though ultimately the mayor is just going to toss Daphne aside, uh, Easy knows enough to get the mayor to shut down on all these charges, much to the cops' chagrin, who absolutely don't like Easy Rollins, and they drive by his house glaring at him, and Easy knows that they can't do anything to him. She paid him and him and Mouse, the 7000 is from her, she paid him and Mouse that 7000 to get those those pictures back for her. Yeah. And the mayor pays him 1000 to have found her. And then also says to him, like, no one's going to bother you about this. Mm. It goes. He goes back to his house. He's healed up a little bit. He's got a little scar on his neck. He says bye to Mouse. Mouse leaves. Mouse leaves. And Mouse says, you know, if you ever need me, you call me. I'll be here. Yeah. You know how to put money in a man's pocket. Yeah, easy. He's talking to one of his neighbors, and he asks him. If you got a friend that you know does bad things, I mean real bad things, and you still keep him as a friend even though you know what he's like, Think that's wrong all you got is your friend you know the movie is about this whole plot with this lady mm-hmm. but it really is you see this glimpse of something that could be unpacked even more the relationship between easy like, i kind of feel like they should just maybe take the easy rollins mysteries expound upon this mouse character and the easy Rollins. make it like a hbo series or oh, something that would be like so good. i would check that out 
Apparently those Easy Rollins novels go into the 60s, so he's getting significantly older, and I'm just curious what happens to Mouse and those Ooh, no- maybe I should read those. I do remember loving this book. You really revel in the violence that the Mouse character, played by Don Cheadle, uh, a guy that's scary, but he's on your side, mm-hmm. so when you see him fucking people up, you don't have a lot of... Um, Sympathy for the people he's fucking up. This guy is just like a firecracker. Like, you really don't know. Even when he's sober, he's just casually pointing guns, like, all over the place. Oh, yeah. You want you want the, the Daphne character yeah. to seem a little brighter, but the, everything else in the movie just works really, really well. Every it's character, a solid story. Yeah, and every character is fully formed. Even the, even the mayor, who's like Weasley. Yeah, yeah. You know, you understand who he is. He's weak. He even says, he even says to Easy at the end, he's like, Mr. Rollins, just so you know, I do love her. Well, then fucking be a man. Yeah. And fucking marry her. I like how he says that to Easy, like, what the, what the fuck wants, does he care? He wants him to... St- think he's a good guy he's a weaselly little weak man who's doing what his family tells him to do he probably didn't even want to be a mayor you know like he probably is just expected that he'll do all this shit he you you know this person you know Sizemore you know he's gonna be crazy from the moment you meet him he seems good crazy like he seems like he's gonna be crazy Maybe on your like side in, like in a mouse kind of way exactly but then you find out that he's crazy on his own side I mean when you see him like scaring the shit out of those racist college kids Again, it's another scene where you're kind of reveling in the violence. He's It's shocking easy. Easy yeah. doesn't like it. The crazy thing about this movie is, especially after all the things we've talked about and death and lying and all this stuff, but then at the end, it actually feels hopeful because, again, like you said, it's Easy's story. These are things that happened around him, but this is like his origin story. And so at the end, you know, he asked about, you know, would could you be friends with someone who you know is a bad person? And his, his friend says to him, all you've got is your friends. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and I sat there and we played dominoes and we drank beer and we laughed and I fucking forgot about Daphne, forgot about... You know, size more or whatever. Forgot about the fucking mayor. It shows him kind of like interacting with his neighbors. There's like kids playing the street. And he basically just stands back and is like, I like my life. And it's, yeah, the the movie's kind of more about friendship than anything else. Friendship betrayed, like Joppy was one of his close friends. But yeah, this movie kind of, it has a cult appreciation. There's a Criterion edition out of it. It's, I think a lot of people who've seen this movie definitely enjoy it. It didn't quite make the budget. That it uh, had during its time in 1995, which might be why we didn't see any more Easy Rollins movies. I don't. Mm. It did kind of feel like they were setting up to maybe come back to this. Yeah. And it's too bad. I wish it did make that budget because these are characters I would love to see followed up on. But maybe I could just read a book, you know. But but Denzel. Uh, then we're starting off strong with Denzel here. He does a fantastic job playing a guy who, like, he's a tough guy, but he has his vulnerabilities. But he also wants to be better. He wants to do better. He's just a man of his situation. Mm-hmm. Like, he's resourceful, but he doesn't want to be in trouble. But, you know, when you're a black man in that world, I guess trouble's going to find you. 
what is the what is it they say Sizemore tells it to him and then he says it again at the end you walk out of your door in the morning and you're already in trouble or yeah. you're already in the shit it's just whether or not you're at the top of it so are you controlling it or not and so he's trying to control it so that's the devil in a blue dress uh it's it's very good uh you're gonna give this one through five i'm gonna give this one through five Combined for best out of 10, I'm going to give it a 4.25. Um, I'm going to give it a 4. So that's a 8.25 overall. That's an easy A. These types of movies, these hard-boiled noir movies, this is my this is my genre. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if I was born in like 1928, grew up watching all these movies, I might be burnt out on them like the way I'm burnt out on Marvel movies now. Right. But I wasn't. And I, and I really just love going. There's something... Just relaxing about this style of a movie to me. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I just don't feel like I ever get tired of it. Carl Franklin, he made a very good movie. Now, now listen, maybe Carl Franklin and Walter Mosley, I assume they're both still alive. Maybe uh, go to go to Warner Brothers, who are probably not paying for any new scripted content. That seems to be an right. issue now. And be like, yo, let's do an Easy Rollins series. I would love to watch that. 8.25. Very good score. On par with Hot Shots. Bo's Afraid. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Mm. And it happened on Fifth Avenue. Why don't you bump it up? Oh, you want me to put an 8.5 on it? Why don't you do that? When you read that list off, it's like, nah, this is higher than those. Fuck it then. So now it is rejoined (laughs) uh, with the likes of Akira, Tim Burton's Batman, the Fablemans, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the holdovers. This is where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah, this it, is where it belongs. It is that good. Yeah. It is that good. And it's it is. really well done. You can tell that Carl Perkins put a lot of a lot into this into making this movie. You can tell it was a very inspired film. You know? Fun fact. Yeah. You noticed that there was a movie playing at the movie theater. Right at the climax there. But on the yeah, on the marquee was uh an Oscar Michaud's The Betrayal, which was Michaud's last feature film. Yeah. Was The Betrayal. And it's also one of those that is lost. And Michaud did Body and Soul, which is what we talked about yeah, on Monday. Yeah, we talked about that last yeah. Monday, our first Michaud discussion. So thank you for hanging out with us. Check the show notes for links and other places to find us. What do you think about Devil in a Blue Dress? Kind of a bit of a preview for... A big stacked noir month we got coming a, a couple months later. A good uh, palate cleanser for that. And we're going to have uh, Denzel movies all month long. So like, subscribe, leave a comment, a correction, any fun facts. Right, have you read the Easy Rollins books? Which ones are your favorite? Uh, just let me know anything, okay? And uh, let's do our sign off. That is controversial to you, but I think it will grow on you. Is it praying or praying or prayers? Whatever you want. Praying for our haters. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>